up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam. And once again, I am Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, welcome. Welcome to you too as well. How I, I was here the whole time, to <laughs> yeah. be fair. This is my house. I mean, studio. It's my wonderful Broken Clock studio that I live in. <laughs> yeah, it's not just a, an empty room in your house it's at all. It's certainly not empty. No. <laughs> it's absolutely 100% it not empty. loaded with pop figures. So many pop figures. Um, if we ever do a video, we won't ever do a video. Um, then you'd see them, but you but you don't because it's radio. You have um, way too many fucking pop figures. I do. <laughs> I just so I just got some more, and I just crossed two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred. Good lord, yeah. man. I know they just come out with so many cool ones, mm. and like that's not even like I've talked to people who, when I was crossing a hundred, they were at like three plus three hundred plus. Mm. Um, so it's like I could go way more off the deep end. I try to limit it to specific hey, things. I, you know, I can't say anything. If you saw my Lego collection, yeah. You would, and Legos are you for would... children, Joe. <laughs> These are highly sought after uh, no, collectibles. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're for four and up, and I certainly am up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly up. Um, that's 100% certain. But this is not our toy podcast, which we've talked about starting. With. I would like to do a toy podcast. We kind of have to do a video one, though. We'll yeah. talk, we'll, we'll talk we'll about it. We'll do a YouTube Maybe channel. a tease. Who knows? <gasps> what? We're I, never going to yeah, do Yeah, spitballing new ideas. Uh, that we'll never ever do. Uh, but this is our games cast where every week we talk about what's going on in the world of video games and we start with the world according to us, which is what we've been playing. Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, I have been playing with my fractured butthole. I got nothing. <laughs> I uh, I don't want to go. I don't want to ask any follow up questions. I don't want to know what that you're means. Not, you're not a fan of South Park? Oh, so, oh, the fractured butthole. Yeah, fractured butthole. Oh, I see what you did there. I. I see what you did. I Now I have follow-up questions. Um, I also played that, so this will be a joint what we've been playing, because we're just going to talk about it back and forth, because that's all I played this week. So, Joe, uh, you played South Park, uh, and with your butthole, uh, what do you think so far? Uh, I, I, I'm i actually, I'm with two minds of the game. Um, so you're fractured? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Your but I am in whole. a sort of civil war, so to speak. <laughs> yes, right? yes. I, I am of two minds of the game. Okay. Um, for the most part, I will say like I am thoroughly enjoying the game. Yes. I'm having a blast with it. All I want to do is go home and play it. Like, Same. First thing I do when I wake up is like, I can't wait to go play some South Park. And then when I go to work, I'm like, fuck, I can't play South Park for the yeah. next hour, eight hours. I really wish it was on Switch. Like I really oh, just God, want to be yeah, playing it, it all the time. It would so good on Switch. I oh, know. God damn it. And it's not even that hard of a, like, I can't imagine it was a, a, a graphically intense game. They could have easily poured it over the Switch. No. Uh, but uh, that, that's neither here nor there. No. Uh, as for the game, yes, I am thoroughly enjoying it. It's fantastic. Um, there are, there's really one aspect of the game that I don't enjoy, and it is a major aspect of the game, which is, like, kind of the only downer to it. Um, I can't stand the combat in the game. Really? Yes. It's. I mean, it is different than what the it's combat was. It's not even necessarily that it's different, but it's, it's still very much the same. Which was like kind of the thing. It's so, just. It's so slow to me. All right. Well, let's run down the combat then, like because that's okay. obviously a yeah, major so component. In, of the in, game. The, in the last South Park game, for the people that never played Stick of Truth, um, they borrowed very heavy from classic RPG. Yeah. Turn-based uh, RPG, three mm-hmm. on three. Turn, you go. They yeah, go. You the, go. They go. Yeah. Um, they borrowed from that kind of system, um, and, and I mean, it was nothing. There was nothing really in depth about it. No, uh, but it, I thought it, at least it was like fast paced, and I felt like I was, in a way, 
doing a lot more, even though you're not doing much more in yeah. this compared to this one. Uh, just the fact that like it had it, it, the gameplay, like combat in the first one, uh, reminded me very much of a game you didn't play, but you have a chance to play it now because it's on the NES Classic or the SNES Classic. Uh, it borrowed like straight out of Super Mario RPG. Oh, okay. Where it was very like time based of the game, like you had to press the button at the right time to block, and yeah. if you press a button at the right time uh, while attacking, you did more damage. Yep. Um, so I kind of felt like at least I was very kind of in the, in, in the, yeah, I was very engaged with it because I had to remain focused because I always want to make sure to get that critical hit or critical block. Correct. Um, this new game, it, it's changed it up. It's kind of gone with a little bit more of a strategy game feel where the players are on a grid. Yeah, and you can move. And you can move your characters around the grid, yep. uh, you know, whatever their like movement range is. So, you know, maybe they can only move out two, three spaces ahead of them. Yeah. Um, and then what your attacks, the various attacks that you can choose from, have a, a range of their own. So sometimes you have a only a, like... Straight ahead. A straight, one like, one block hit. Yep. You have a thing that hits all four blocks around your character. You have a thing that hits in, like, the... Straight ahead uh, for three. Yeah, or uh, it can hit only one space farther ahead of you so you can't yeah. hit anyone immediately in front of you but you can hit somebody one more space away yep um and it, i mean it, it it's it borrows from a lot of you know that's very like tactics ogre it's very uh fire emblem mm -hmm. um but it's just not as in depth as those other games no well because even the first one was very much of like a standard basic yeah here you go here's what an rpg is they're not like. trying to reinvent the wheel in any way no no, because they're focusing on the story and the humor and the, you know, South Park essence things of it rather than the in-depth combat or whatever. Mm. Um, so you don't like the combat? I just, I find it very, very slow paced. It is kind of slow. There's a lot of like, oh, he's got to wind up for it. And then it takes a while for this little thing to play out and mm -hmm. all these other things. But um, it's very toned down to the point where I kind of feel it's a little bit boring. Um, it also seems like they don't deal... A lot of damage like maybe i'm complaining that it's too easy or uh, i mean uh, too hard i want it to be a little bit easier but it's just the kind of thing where like i hit somebody and i take like one eighth of their damage i just go and go oh god damn it, this is gonna take forever really i feel like i deal a lot of damage my the, my, the main character that I, what class did you pick when you started the game uh fire wait what do you mean i don't remember, remember how let you like you could either pick brawler speedster or um something else I don't remember what the other one was. I don't remember what the other. I don't remember specifically. Uh, my guy had. They fire gave you a powers. choice between three things. Yeah. I think elemental might have been the, it. So you might have picked elemental. I think I picked elemental. Hmm. No, that was one of the secondary things. Yeah, that was one of the secondary ones. Yeah, I don't remember what the three were. It, what kind I of just, what kind of attacks did you do? I do fire attacks. Not not based off the second one, but based off the first one. Based the first one were, were fire attacks. I don't remember what the fire attacks were. I don't remember what the you you got to pick three classes in the beginning yeah. of the game. Maybe, what what class did you? I went pick? with the speedster one. Well, maybe that's why. You're so yeah, all maybe about it's just my guy is faster and it doesn't deal a lot of damage. Yeah, um, Flash isn't as strong as Superman. Correct. Um, but I mean, maybe that's that was my problem. Maybe I just picked the wrong class. Yeah. Um, but I feel like sounds like a you problem, Joe. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like I don't do a ton of damage. Um, do you die a lot? No. Okay. I've only died one time and that's because i wasn't they like threw a curveball and they put like a weird uh wind condition into a thing that i wasn't paying attention to 
Uh, so without, you, did you go to the strip club yet? Yes. When you had to run away from... That was the only time I died, too. That was the only time I died. The only so time far. I died. Yeah. Because I was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, I knew what I had to do, and I just like... I didn't plan the attacks right, uh, so I got, you know... Trampled. You weren't moving far enough. Ahead. Correct. There's yeah, a part where you you're being chased a, by yeah. a larger character, and if you them. don't move far enough ahead, they'll crush you flat. Yes. Uh, it's an automatic death uh, damage thing. Yeah, no, that's the only time I died as well. I was actually listening to another podcast where they were talking about the game, and that was also the only other time that that person had died too. Yeah. And I was like, you're not prepared. No, exactly, because it's the one time that it kind of changes things up. Uh, how far into the game are you? Because obviously we don't want to talk about spoilers because uh, like, it because I, I will like I said the comment is the only thing I'm down on story wise the game is fantastic see I feel like the the story so far is where I'm like I'm not enjoying it as much I'm more into kind of just walking around. mostly what I've been spending my time doing is walking around the town going in everybody's houses looting all their shit and taking poops in their bathroom yeah um, the story so far I don't care about trying okay, to find yeah, this you're cat right. the, the story like, well the story feels very fractured Ah, yeah. we're gonna have to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be hard. Yeah, I know. The, the story. Okay, yeah. I, I'll say uh, maybe what I meant to say when I said the story is great is the writing is great. Yes, the writing is great because the writing is South Park, and yeah. if you like South Park, then you don't need to be sold on this game as and, long and as honestly, you can get over the fact that it's not the most in-depth RPG. Yeah, and honestly, I think like it's like perfect prime South Park too, because uh, one of the problems with South Park, I would say, over like the last like eight or so years, whatever it's been like ever since that six days to air thing yeah, is that they are way too focused on being current. Yeah. They're like, we have to do something based off of what's happening right now. And they yep. don't really put as much in my opinion into the writing. Cause they're just trying to cram stuff in. That's like a current event thing. Yeah. Um, and they're not, I, I would love for South Park for them to stop doing that and like you know take time to write an episode because well, got... this this very much is like this is something they've had a long time to put into and to get the writing like just right yeah, as so... opposed to just being like like the one we talked about last week where uh the Facebook guy Mark Zuckerberg oh, held yeah. a press conference on Monday and then they made an episode about it on Wednesday yeah. two days later which we didn't and get we were just we like we that. don't what the fuck is the hell is going on yeah. this makes no sense yeah exactly yeah that so they try and like weird. jam stuff in that's just like whatever the current event like top of the door of the week yeah whereas I would uh and I mean I guess that's like their way of doing it now yeah but I would have prefer I would love it if they were like how about we just do a good story about South Park and it doesn't have to be whatever the current thing is and let's just like spend time writing an episode yeah um which is this, the feeling that you get here when this that's exactly yeah. it like i'm laughing my ass off at this game yeah, all the really time funny. because there's always something great and hilarious happening um even like really little things that you don't expect like when you're in a fight and all of a sudden you hear a car horn honk and everyone goes car and yeah. then they move out of the, like onto the sidewalk and let a car drive yeah, by the and then somebody like yells like get out of the road you dumb kids yeah. and then everyone goes like okay resume and they walk back onto the battlefield and you know resume the fight yeah uh just little things like that which i would never expect yeah, are always fantastic yeah because you forget that oh yeah they are they're just playing pretend yeah like that's they're the not actually the shooting story. laser beams out of their eyes yeah. you're just saying like i shot you with a laser beam fall down and they yeah. go oh dang <laughs> that's what's really happening but you're seeing it from the perspective of these kids with these crazy imaginations yeah. it's fun times with weapons yeah exactly all, you know all over again yeah i had there was a really fun moment where like I hit a guy with like my laser beam or fire powers and he went, wait, how does he have laser beams? I want laser beams. 
Um, so yeah, I the story is okay so far. It's kind of just it, it's mostly just figuring out your character mm-hmm. uh, and like going to different people and like you have to choose a class and then you get a secondary class and you have to choose a gender and you have to choose a weakness <laughs> and like uh, so you're going well, through what and, are like, the what are the best part? Did you like when you go to the the school? Oh, when you talk to Mr. Mackey? When you talk to Mr. Mackey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very confused when you go to talk to Mr. Mackey and he's like, ask you to choose your gender yeah, and your, and sexual, your sexual orientation and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm a straight white man. Yeah. like, okay. And then I walk out of the school and a bunch of rednecks pull up and they're like, hey, if isn't it a straight white cisgendered male? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing in these parts? And I'm yeah. just kind of going like, what? <laughs> yeah. What would I have if I picked something else? Uh, The same thing. The same thing. Okay, this is the same thing. Did you pick something else? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, just because I wanted to see what what other, would happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but yeah, I've like exploring the town was one of the f- most fun things I did in Stick of Truth, and the same thing is true here. Like, I really just like going around. Yeah, it's, going it's to all the great. buildings, seeing the town laid out in an actual like. Because normally in the episodes, you're just you jump from place to place, and you don't ever get that sense and like they said Megan stick of truth that was the hardest thing we had to do was actually figure out what the town actually looks like when you show it on a map mm-hmm. and that still is really it's really like fun. how people still aren't sure the layout of the simpsons house what do you mean there was like a, a i remember for a while there was a thing about trying to figure out exactly what the layout of the simpsons house was because we know it is we have the lego diorama to prove it yes now <laughs> But back in the day, it would be the kind of thing where like they would walk through a door and it would be a different room from an episode four seasons earlier. Oh, yeah. TV does that regularly, though. Yeah. That's like a trope of TV because every time they change stuff, you're like, wait a second. How did they – how is the – like what? that was a garage before. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't exactly. That wasn't the like ping pong table room. Anything that took place in a school was routinely that. It's like, wait, you just – you walked – like um, – Boy Meets World. I've been watching that religiously now because it's oh, on yeah. Hulu. So I've been, I've been marathoning it. There's a, a joke in the very final episode – um, where Minkus shows up, yeah, and they're like, "Hey, Minkus, I feel like we haven't seen you in like, like, yeah, like eight years." There. And he's been like, "Yeah, I was at the other end of the hallway." Yeah, because you never saw the the other end of the hallway. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you I, only yeah, saw I was, it from one direction. He's I was like, over there. Yeah, I was just standing right there the whole time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's really cool. Is just going around and going to all the different places and like I've been doing a lot of the side missions, so I probably haven't gotten super deep into the story. Um, but like, I'm kind of waiting for it to pick up a little it, bit more. It does take a while for this. Like I'm like 12 hours in. I finally feel like the story is actually picking up. Well, I heard it's like a 20 hour game. All right. Well, so there, cause the so last one was super short. Um, uh, I mean, I spent a lot of time like you exploring. Yeah. Like I had to search every corner of every house. Yeah. Constantly backtracking. Like yeah, I unlocked a new ability. So now it's time to walk all over the town all yeah, over yeah. again. You know? Yeah, because like, because now I have firecrackers, so now I need to find all the places where I can use the firecrackers on. Same, like once I figured out what to do with the pinwheels that you see scattered throughout the world, I was like, mm-hmm. well, now I got to go back and find all those pinwheels and do the pinwheel stuff because like, can't just leave that behind. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I like I really like exploring. I don't hate the combat because I'm not having the same problem where I'm doing very little damage. I kind of deal and a lot. I mean, of... It's not even necessarily just a little damage. I just I know, think but... it's not that interesting. Yeah. It's the least interesting part of the game. Yeah, where I'm enjoying the story and the like exploring aspect of it so much that when I get into a fight, I'm like, oh, can we just get this over with? Yeah, quick? like I'm, I find myself like because you're walking through the town, there are people that are your adversaries that like you can engage in fights with, and I just don't because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, just run past them. I've done that too. 
Yeah, where it's just like, yeah, I don't. There's no because there's no incentive to fight them other than like I get experience points, but and you don't get a very lot. Like it takes no. a very long time to level up in the game. Yeah, uh, the crafting element is cool in mm-hmm. this game. I really like the crafting and all the different things that you can craft and the like. The jokes that they make about crafting those things, like, um, you know, I like. I obviously don't want to go into too much of what you can do, just because you know you don't want to spoil the game because it's only been out a couple of days and some people probably haven't got a chance to go through it. But yeah, I really like the crafting, which I don't normally like crafting in games. Uh, I think I it's love just crafting be- in games. See, so I don't like because right up, my, right up my alley. I don't because in a lot of games, I feel like it's super hard to find the materials to craft oh, they important throw things. Throw materials at you. Yeah, and game. that's why I don't hate it here, is because like. I go through the house and I walk out with like a shit ton of materials and I don't have to worry about like, oh, your backpack is too small to deal with this. Like, you got to get rid of some stuff or you got to sell, sell some stuff. I sell my materials because you get so much of them. Yeah. It's a good way to make money in the game. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of thing where like I'll look and it'll be like, you have 500 of this material. Yeah. Like, and you don't, don't need, that. need that much. So no. I sell it down to 100. And I've still never gotten to the point where I've even gotten close to running out of that 100 because you walk into a house and you walk out with another 50 of whatever material. That Correct. Was. Um, so yeah, so that's why I don't hate the crafting system. I actually quite like it because I don't have to worry about like, oh shit, where do I got to go to find this one piece of cloth that I need to make this thing that I want? Like for fuck's sake, it's so, it's such a chore. This is just like, oh, you want to make this thing? Go ahead. You, you got the stuff. Yeah. You and did if it. you don't have the material, you can just go to one of the 50 shops around the game. Yeah. And someone is selling that material you need. Um, I've been having a lot of fun. One of the things, one of the first tasks that they teach you is to become an influencer uh, in the town because you're trying to build your superhero franchise like that's the basic gist of the story is to build up the superhero franchise of Coon I, and Friends. I love how Cartman created his own social network yep every person in South Park uses Cartman's social that's media. what I was just gonna say I really like going around and trying to get people to follow me on Coonstagram <laughs> um, I like going up and talking to them and taking pictures and that's how you get side quests is just like oh yeah I'll take a selfie with you if you go do x y and z for yeah. me um, I only be like I only take a selfie with somebody who is you know even some people are like, I only take a selfie if you have, you know, 50 more people in your, yeah. you know, fr- friend wheel or whatever. Yeah. I only take selfies with psychic like superheroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person's like, uh, I'll only take a selfie with you once you get Creek, uh, Tweak and Craig back together. This <laughs> is like, all right, well, I got to work on doing that then. So like I go on these little side missions. So I've been doing more of that uh, than the main game, but who I'm still you, like having a blast. Who do you like on your team? Who do I like? Like, who, like who do the? I have all the characters you played in the game so far. Who's the ones that you enjoy the most? Um, Cartman's pretty good. Human Kite's pretty good. Uh, Captain Diabetes is pretty powerful. I love Captain Diabetes. Um, Scott Malkinson. Nobody likes him because he has diabetes. Uh, yeah, no, I like. I don't really care. It's I usually whatever it sticks me with at the front. It like once it's like, oh no, you're in a battle. Here's your team. Like I don't really ever go in and change it because I don't I feel like I like need to, put, to. Like I usually like to put Captain Diabetes on my team, um, Super Craig, and Super uh, Craig's pretty good. And um, Human Kite. Human Kite's good because he can do uh, like he can buff you. Yeah, uh, he, can, and, he can heal you. He can buff you, and he can do range damage. Yeah, um, and his like ultimate is really powerful. Yeah. So yeah, I like I don't really mess with the like the team a lot. It's just whoever was there when it pre-populates whatever. So um, I haven't really like messed around with like finding the perfect team because you don't really have to, which yeah. speaks to the easy nature of the combat system. But that's okay. Like I'm not in this for a super deep RPG. I'm in this to play through a 20 hour long episode of South Park. Yeah, like and have it look like the show and be a lot of fun um, and just kind of like be a time sink sort of like I don't have to be super like paying attention. Like I can just kind of relax and sit back and just 
wander around and it's fun. Like I don't need to like part of the problem, like towards the end with like Zelda was that some, sometimes it's asking you to do things and it's just fucking hard. Like, like I got, when you had to kill all those, like the Zolfos or what, like the, the centaur people, it's like, man, I don't want to fight them. Like that, I gotta be engaged. Like I kind of don't want to be engaged right now. I want to be relaxed and sit back and play. And South Park seems to be all that, which I'm fine with. Cause I don't need it to be, I don't like super difficult games, so to speak. So like, no, yeah, it's super I don't have a problem easy. with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm having an absolute blast with it. It sucks that my time with it's going to be very, very short because Mario comes out next week. And once yeah. that comes out, that's that's going to yeah. be... A- I, I was very much like, I need to get this done. That's probably why I'm sinking so much time into it. Because yeah. I'm like, I want to get this done before Mario comes out. And I would like to get it done even quicker so I can try and get... Uh, Shadow of War done also because I put that on hold to play South Park. You're not gonna do it. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. And then I still didn't play Evil Within two. And yeah. I like I said, I bought that new Yakuza game. I'm not gonna play that, but I just bought that because I had a really sweet metal tin. Um, it was only thirty bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I'm having an absolute blast with it. Sounds like you're having fun with it too. Yes, I am thoroughly enjoying it. Highly recommend it to anybody. Yes. So two full uh, recommendations for South Park: Fractured. Butthole. I feel bad because I don't really remember a lot about the ending of Stick of Truth. Yeah, same. There was a lot of stuff at the beginning of this one because it kind of, in a way, picks up right at the end of Stick of Truth. Yeah, like the story starts out and you're still playing uh, like Lord of the Rings style like fantasy. But also, you had already played the Kunin Friends thing as well because the fracturing had already happened, but you were still playing Stick of Truth. Yeah, well, that is weird. Yeah, but they like they, they were like they must have been like just switching between the games that they were playing. Well, yeah, at and a they time. like well, you do that as a kid. You go from playing cops and robbers one day to something else the next day. Yeah. Like it happens, and especially like Coon and Friends came about before they played fantasy, like in the show. That's true. So you know the Coon and his superhero cohorts have existed for quite some time. I do love how it started off though with him being like, "I need to travel back in time." Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, uh, yeah. If you're at all a South Park fan, this is a game for you. You probably already got it. Yeah, still just a a a fun, funny game. Yeah, if you're like an RPG diehard and you're looking for a new great RPG, probably not. Like you're probably gonna be like, this is this is boring. This is too easy. Uh, But but still, it's a it's a really fun game for for most other people. I would think. Where do you think they go next? Uh, they've said, uh, Matt and Trey said that they wanted to take a, sh- a shot at first person shooters. So I want another of this game of like an RPG. Like style. I would love them to do like a pirate one. Yeah. I don't know what other, like what other genre they could tap into for this. Yeah. Cause even so like samurais, it'd like do the, uh, the fun times with weapon thing um, instead of being fantasy or superhero. Yeah, you could do an anime style one. Um, do space one, like a Star Trek, Star Wars knockoff. Yep. Uh, you could do like a Red Dead, like Cowboys. Yep. They've done Cowboys and stuff before. Uh, we could have the triumphant return of Artemis Clyde Frog. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. What, what were you thinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was thinking Just like those. Pirates or Cowboy, something like that. Yeah. Well, like what's the, I mean, it usually taps into kind of the you know the the social thing like superhero stuff is big right now yeah so they like tapped into the su- you know, superhero thing yeah who knows what the next big thing is going to be 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I mean, whatever is going to be like th- another three years from now. Yeah, I love it when you go to the bus stop and the guy says, "Like, I feel like I've been waiting for this bus for three years now." Because <laughs> he didn't move. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see wherever they go. Like, I'm when I'm when I get a free moment, I'll probably go back and play Stick of Truth because now I have it on PS4. Yeah, because uh, it came with a copy of it. Um, so I'll probably go back and play that Wait, again. Is it, did you buy it online or did you buy a physical copy? Physical copy. And it came with a copy of. Yeah. yeah. Oh God damn it. Yeah. Well, I got fucked then. <laughs> I mean... Because I bought it forever. Like, I mean, technically, I guess I got it... You got it early. Like, a year ago. Yeah. Like, uh, I would have loved to have had the game a year ago, so I could have played through it again before this yeah, one came out. Well, that out. was my plan, and I didn't end up doing that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It probably would have been the same for me as well. Um, but no, every... Yeah, they said when they first announced it, everybody gets a copy of Stick of Truth. You just get it now. You just you get pre-order. it now if you pre-order it digitally. Okay. So... Um, I should have waited then. At least that way, I would have gotten the... Best Buy discount. Yeah, the discount. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I'll probably go back and play it eventually. But I do want to. I do want to try to beat this game, and then I can go and do like side missions here and there when I'm taking a break from Mario or Battlefront or whatever other games are coming out that I'm interested in. I did pick up WWE 2K18. I did not play it. I'm just. I'm thinking I'm going to put it on hold and maybe. Yeah, maybe I, I talked myself get it later. Buying it. Yeah. Well. I was excited for it, and then I started seeing the reviews weren't that great. For well, the st- I mean, they're never great. I know, but the stuff that I really wanted them to fix from last year seems like they didn't get fixed and may have gotten worse, and so mm-hmm. that really bugged me because I, I like doing the My Career stuff in the in the 2K games, and yeah. I guess that got a little worse. Like the story, like the dialogue choices are terrible, and elements from last year's game made it over into this one. So that immediately took the wind out of my sails, so to speak, of it. I mean, for me, it was just a matter of like, I'm not going to play it right away because I have too much other stuff to focus yeah. on. And I might as well wait a couple of months and get it cheaper. Yeah. Last year, I waited till Black Friday yeah. and I bought it. Di- I bought it digitally on a pretty good sale. Yeah. And I think I might want to do that again because like, I like having it digitally because I, I like playing it here and there and I don't want to get up and swap the disc out every single time. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'll probably end up returning it. Um, so no thoughts wait on for that the, yet. Wait for the Switch one to come out. That too. I like. I, if it was out on the Switch now, I would have bought it, and I would have played it on the Switch because so I could, you could bring the Switch to work. With bring you it to play. work. Bring it to friends' houses. Like have I mean, fun. you're gonna work full time, not not playing video games while at work. Of course not. That's no. Tough. But I got lunch breaks and you know 15 minute breaks and stuff to like help that, me out, dude. What? No, my, my <laughs> boss walks over and plays with me. Oh. When I bought Mario Kart, I I immediately left work. Like uh, like. 10 30 or 11 o'clock or whatever like once best buy was open flew to the best buy and back in in within my half an hour lunch break uh and then when i got back to my desk i was like yo boss come on over i got mario kart so he came over and we played mario kart so like i'm okay there like we're, we're good <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, like I would have, if it was out on switch, I would have bought it on switch and I would have been playing it already, but it didn't, I don't know when it's coming on switch. It's still technically fall, but probably wait and pick it up on that and then pick up the PS4 one on a sale or something like that. But, yeah. uh, but you didn't get to any other games this week, right? Just the like 30 minutes I spent playing the, the, Yakuza. the Yakuza game. The little snippets. Which I was it, like, I bought that. Like I said, it had a sweet metal case. It was only 30 bucks. And also that was one of those games where along the lines with my like playing Dark Souls, yeah. I was like, I always hear about these games, but I never play them. So one of these days I need to just sit down and like play it. Yeah. Just to see what all the hype is about. Cause I feel like a Yakuza game comes out like two a year at this point. It always seems like there's a new Yakuza game coming out. Well, they're also constantly like rebooting it or re-releasing ones from previous and calling it something different. So I yeah. can never keep track of them. Yeah. 
Um, so, but it's, I mean, that's low, low on my totem pole right now of yeah. stuff to play. Um, I'm just waiting for Mario now. I know, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. Um, all right, well, that's going to do it then for while we've been playing, which means we're going to jump right into the news, which we actually have a few big pieces of news uh, from this week. Uh, that we want to kind of jump into. Um, so we have less lightning round things than ever before and more news things than we've had in quite some time. So let's jump right in uh, to something that came out this week, and I didn't hear about it until Joe brought it over, um, and that is Activision filed a patent in 2015 that has just been granted to them that uh, kind of messes with the, your brain a little bit in terms of wanting you to purchase DLC. So Joe, take it away. Yeah, it's a weird manipulative thing that they're yeah. uh, planning on doing uh, loot boxes and microtransactions. To be fair, maybe planning on doing. Like, yes. It, it was an R- research and development idea that they wanted to patent at the time. It has not it, been implemented it, yet. Yeah, but, it hasn't been in, in, implemented. Yes. Um, but they uh, loot boxes and microtransactions. We've talked a lot about it in the last few All weeks. The rage. It keeps coming up. Everybody loves them. Something new with shady business practices and Gamers microtransactions. Far and wide, all on board with it. Everybody's yeah. down. Love uh, them. Nobody hates it. it. it it's possibly going to be getting even worse. This is the worst I've heard. Yeah. Uh, so what the patent was uh, was a system to encourage people to buy microtransactions by. Um, Pairing them up with better players that do buy microtransactions in order to kind of force you to feel like you're not as good without them. So you need to buy them. Yeah, it's tricking you into thinking you're a shittier player because somebody that's a be- that has better weapons than you is doing better and therefore you want to do better so you buy the microtransactions. Yeah, so when playing multiplayer games, you'll find yourself paired up with... Uh, people who do buy, if like you don't buy any microtransactions, it'll uh, automatically pair you up with people that do buy a lot of microtransactions so that uh, they're running around with all these like fancy guns with higher damage and this and that. And they're like, man, you're, you're watching them going like, man, these guys are so good with all their fancy, you know, gold plated super rocket launchers. And you're yeah. running around with like your little pistol going like pew, pew, pew. Yeah. So, it, it, and then I'm sure like at the end of a match, you know, there's going to be a thing that pops up that says like, you know, don't forget you can buy uh, random loot boxes and hopes to get a better gun. Yeah. Uh, th- so first of all, shady as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Second of all, I don't think it's as bad. I get why most people do think it's bad. I still don't think it's that bad because, again, it's it's just really, really suggesting that you do it. It's not forcing you to do it. Like, Well, I mean, it is forced. Yeah, it's, it's not in any way forcing you to buy them. No. And I we've talked about this on various other podcasts where stuff like this has come up. Because it just and, seems every week someone's trying to out-fuck with everybody yeah. than the last company. Um. Our general rule has just been just don't buy it. Yes. Like if you if if I can't progress in the game without buying it or I can't like do well in the game without buying it, then fuck you. If it's just like, oh, man, maybe I died a little bit more and I just got to get better then All right. That sucks for a little while. But like eventually over time, you'll gain the in-game credits and you'll get better weapons and. It'll probably even out in the end. And you could just be, you could be someone that's better than the person with the cool weapon. And yeah, therefore I mean, you sh- don't notice a, the disparity. A really much. shitty player can still buy a ton of loot boxes and get a bunch of fancy guns and still suck at the yeah, game. still be a shitty player. So like, I get why it sounds real sketchy and I get why people are flipping out. But again, 
it doesn't seem like it's going to really impact my ability to have a good time with these games. Cause like yeah. sometimes I suck at multiplayer games anyway, or I get a multiplayer game three months after it came out and, and everybody's way better, yeah. but all right, but now I'm in the game. Like, yeah, but, so it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it is something that, you know, on someone like us, me and you, we wouldn't really fall for it. Too but smart. you have to think of, you know, the millions of people playing X amount of games, how many people are, I mean, if you're not aware of what they're doing, it yeah. might, you know, weasel into your brain in a way. They, there's various different things that they are part of this uh, patent that they talk about. Like, um, it will recognize the type of guns you like to use yeah. and then pair you with people that also use the same types of guns but better versions bought from microtransactions. Yeah. So if you're, you know, running around with a sniper rifle, it'll pair you against somebody uh, also using a sniper rifle but an even better one. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're looking at this person going like, God, he's so good with that sniper rifle. Oh, he's got this fancy one with all these, you know, bonus stats. Ah, shit, I kind of want one of these. Yeah. It also says that it'll uh, cater that to um, various sales that are going on. So say that they do have something where it's like, buy this gun. It'll put you in games with people with that that are playing with that gun in a way to kind of make you like you're all of a sudden everyone's running around with say the, you know, the, the super AK 47 yeah and you see everyone's running around with a super AK 47 and you're the only one that's not. And you're kind of going like, ah, oh, shit, do I really want to buy that super AK 47? Yeah. And like, you know, it, that wouldn't work on me. I'd just be like, eh, yeah, I like you don't this care gun. what people think about you. Yeah. You don't want to be, be cool. Like, I'd be like, I like this gun. Yeah. This gun I'm using. Like, I don't even pay attention to what other people are doing half the time. I'm just watching my game. Yeah. But well, like, there's other people that will be just, you know, it, this is meant to manipulate you. It's, yeah. it's meant to like get into your head and trick you into, you know, wanting these things. It's typical marketing. It's like putting, you know, sex in the ice in a glass of, uh, you ever saw that? Where like. Someone put sex in a glass? No, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> the kind of, if you look at like a lot of things about um, subliminal messaging and marketing. Yeah. And, you know, the ice in the glass, the creases of it will spell out like sex. Like Sorry, what? Uh, nothing. It'll spell out sex. And you look at it and you kind of go like, hmm, Like and subscribe. Sex and scotch. If I buy the scotch, I'll, I'll get, get the sex. Foolproof. Never yeah. works. I never get the sex. <laughs> you, you I do buy, the- buy a lot of the scotch, though. <laughs> and then I get sad and lonely. Yeah. That's when you get sad and lonely. <laughs> it's when you buy the scotch. Um, no, yeah. So, like, I, I get it. It's really shady. It's... It's one of those things where like it's not going to work on me because number one, too smart. Yeah, Ge- yeah. genius level smart here. Yeah, um, but we also watch, like we watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> I'm such a Rick. <laughs> um, uh, no, but like I don't. When I play games like in shooter games, if I get if I start getting good with whatever gun I'm using, I just continue to use that gun even when better guns get unlocked. Like in Splatoon, I still use the base gun because I'm pretty decent with it. Like I don't upgrade it because I don't like the upgrades. I like the basic because that's how I got See, better. I'm, I'm different. Uh, like when in like playing old Call of Duty games, I would buy the, I would get a gun and I would use it until that gun is maxed out and then I just move on to the next gun. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm just going to keep doing this until all the guns are maxed out. Oh, like you were trying to level up the guns? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like in Call of Duty, you know, every gun had its own level. Yeah. And as you leveled up, you unlock all the attachments for the gun. And yep. then finally, when you max it out, like it'd be like, now you get the gold-plated version. Yeah. And I'd get the gold-plated version and I'd just be like, okay, on to the next gun. And I would just do that see i wouldn't i would be like oh man i maxed this gun out and i'm pretty fucking awesome with this gun fuck all the other guns like in splatoon how 
uh, all the clothing has like the yeah you know you play it and then it, it'll unlock a special ability yeah. like after, after you use that clothing first amount of time yeah I would just every time I would like max out of clothes on uh, the next shirt oh see I don't like I go all right I got a pretty good load you got out the here. one I like here I'm just gonna yeah keep it. I'm just nope. gonna keep it even though I, there are better ones or this one has an extra thing like yeah. so I I'm, like this loadout I'm good like yeah. I'm gonna keep running with it so, so I'm constantly doesn't... switching my stuff around so like I'm not really paying attention like I said I don't pay attention I'm just thinking like. 40 more shotgun kills. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. Well, because you're an achievement type of person. So yeah. you're, you're a completionist. Whereas I'm just, I want to do good in the multiplayer. So once I find a thing that I feel like, I, oh, look, I did a couple good games in a row of having better than, like, a, be, a better than one KDR, then, like, all right, I'm going to stick with this one. I don't care what the stats are. I personally did well these few rounds. I'm sticking with it. Mm. So this isn't targeted at me. This seems like it might be more targeted at you. Uh, I mean, not really, because I'm not really concerned about what the gun I'm using is. I'm just concerned about leveling it up and moving on to the next one. So I'm not looking at someone else's gun going like, oh, I really wish I had that gun. Yeah. Because in my mind, I'm just like, whatever. I'm like, eventually I'm going to move next, on from The it. next shotgun is the one I'm thinking about. Yeah. Like finishing this shotgun to move on to the next shotgun. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. I'm not thinking like, I really want X shotgun. I'm just thinking like, once I'm done with this shotgun, yeah. I'm moving on to the next one. On to the next one. Got money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's still, it's, is a really, really sketchy thing. Yeah. Like it's weird to think that, and I guess, you know, I I just said marketing like this has been around for a long time. So a little marketing like that. Um, so everyone's always been doing it, but it is weird to like know that there's a video game company actively working on ways to fuck with your brain. Yeah. Yeah, because the video so, like, games are supposed to be wholesome. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's supposed to be a wholesome experience with no trickery whatsoever. No, um, but yeah, no, it's a super fucked up thing. They did say it's not in any games. Like, it's just it was an idea that they had, and they wanted to patent it, so nobody else did it. Uh, which I guess is yeah. fine. You know, it turns out Activision, the real hero in this. Yeah, they're trying to stop people from doing this. Yeah. by getting the patent. Exactly. Good job, Activision. Um, and as we were going through it, I I realized I don't even buy any Activision. Make another games. Tony Hawk that doesn't suck, please. I don't buy any of the Activision games. Uh, because like I haven't bought a Call of Duty since I don't even remember when. Um, yeah, I'm not like I don't even care about World War Two coming out. Yeah, same. And like I didn't get Destiny, so I'm not into that. Nope. Um, Bungie did come out and say like this system is definitely not in our game. Like, don't worry about that. I know people are scared, but that's we don't have that going on here. So we're let us do our thing, you guys. Destiny three though. Destiny three is definitely gonna have it. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh, this is, this really sucks, but oh, I don't even play Activision games, so I'm fine. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is a super fucked up thing that if it ever gets implemented and people figure out that it's been implemented, will probably spell a lot of people not buying a certain game. Hmm. But if they put it into Call of Duty, they're going to sell like gangbusters anyway. So whatever, like people get tricked or they won't. But ultimately, it's your decision to spend money on microtransactions. If you want to fall for the the cheap sales pitch, then I mean, I guess I can't blame them. But, you know. It still sucks. Hmm. Still shady. Yeah. Um, still weird too. Yeah, absolutely. To like think said, like the, the part, the, the part, the thing that, like I said, that stands out to me is knowing that like what other of these things going on that we don't know about. Yeah. What other people sat in a room and go, how can we fuck with games? Yeah. Let's well, see. You know, I'm, I'm sitting do? here with my iPhone in my pocket and my Apple watch on my wrist and my iPad on my knee. And I'm kind of thinking to myself like, what the fuck is Apple up to? <laughs> Well, I mean, they make your life easier, like, right? Is that know. why you get them? I don't know. Do you even know? 
I'm not sure now. <laughs> I get my gadgets because they make my life more fun and more interesting. I don't microtransaction my gadgets, really. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm also a stickler for not spending money necessarily on things that I don't need to have. Although I, I waste lots of money on yeah, things I don't need. Though that's a weird saying considering we started yeah, this podcast off. what the fuck are you talking about? My, we just started talking about all these I know. fucking million pop figures that are just stacked in huge piles. I know, because then I won't be able to get them later. That's true. They got me, motherfuckers. They're just so cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, but in video games, I'm very frugal. Like, I wait for sales and only get things when I can get 20% off. So like I don't buy DLC really or microtransactions. So I buy a lot of them. I'm safe. I'm the fucking sucker that they like. Haha, they got you. Yeah. They reeled you right in. I bought the season pass for South Park. Yeah, see I don't I don't get a lot of season pass until I know what the content is because I've seen people get burned too many times by like yeah. get the season pass and it's like you get one character and one level pack. And it's like, why was that $30? What the fuck is wrong with you? No, the problem with me is I buy like the season pass for a game and yep. then like, you don't play the DLC. Uh, yeah. And then I beat the game and then I move on to the next game. Yeah. And then by the time the DLC comes out, I'm like, oh, I haven't played that game in a year. Yeah. And I don't have time. No, or... I don't want to play that game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see what comes of it. I'm sure once they implement this into a game, someone's going to figure it out and be like, aha, I knew it. This there's their bullshit thing that they did, um, but I don't know. We'll see. So far, it's just uh, it's all blowing smoke. It doesn't seem like it's a thing yet, but could be. Who knows? All right, uh, moving on to some sad news uh, in the gaming world. EA has officially shut down Visceral Games. Uh, they were the studio behind Dead Space. It was a fucking blow to my heart because I'm a big Dead Space fan. Yeah, I love those games. Did they do all three? Yes. Okay. Uh, what else did they do? They did something else after that, too. Um, probably. I mean, Dead Space itself was something that was like... That was a big deal. Th- I mean, to me. Like, I love yeah. that game. I, the first one I thought was fantastic. Um, second one is one of those things where, like, the sequel comes out and you're like... It takes it to such a higher level that you're like, wow, this is fucking great. Uh, very, It was very, like, Uncharted 2. Yeah, where it's just like, wow, this is a... You know, you're like, I really like this game. And then you play this one and you're blown away by it. Um, and then Dead Space 3, admittedly, wasn't like stellar. Uh, it was good because it had the two player in it, and I had fun playing that with my friend, mm-hmm. but it still wasn't like as good as Dead Space 1. Like, Dead, like Uncharted 3 wasn't as good as Uncharted 2, in my opinion. Um, but still, I love those games. I have always been holding out for like hope that there would be a resurgent. The, you know, they would, you know, come out with Dead Space Resurrection or something like yeah. that. And another Dead Space would come out. And it looks like that's not happening now. Not going to happen. Yeah, they did decide to shut it down. Uh, other games they worked on as Visceral, we had uh, Dead Space, De- the game Dante's Inferno. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. I like uh, that game. Let's see. Battlefield 3 Endgame, uh, Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel, which was the second game third one third one because the 40th day was the second one as yes. i'm remembering now that one wasn't that good uh and then battlefield hardline they did as well uh and that well, they did battlefield hardline yes, i didn't they know did. they worked on that yep hmm. um so that was the last game they did they were working on a star wars game yeah, um, that's the part that kind of really stings that's what gets to me because like normally we put a studio shutting down and like in a lightning round topic because you know we say hey that really sucks best of luck to all involved it's a piece of news but we don't really have anything 
to say about it because no no big companies that really meant something to us in our gaming lives has really closed in a while hmm. or at least since we've been doing this um, but this one made sense obviously because joe said his love for dead space uh, but most importantly for me is the fact that they were working on a star wars game that seemed really fucking awesome now i love star wars i play the star wars games uh you know Last Jedi is coming out real soon. I'm in full-on Star Wars mode. Um, You're wearing get, a Star Wars shirt right now. Wearing a Star Wars shirt right now. I was watching Rebels earlier. Like I actually watched today. I watched Star Wars and a documentary about Star Wars, Jesus. Uh, and an episode of Rebels. So like I'm in full-on Star Wars mode, and this was just like really sad because the game, for those that don't know, was being created by Amy Hennig, who created Uncharted mm-hmm. uh, and worked on Uncharted one and two. Left before three started. No, she worked on three, but she left she before, left before four. No, she, uh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, but so yeah, so worked on, I love the Uncharted series, worked on Uncharted, came over here, was working on a Star Wars game that seemed single player focused, seemed like it was going to be Star Wars Uncharted, which I've been wanting since 2012 with Star Wars 1313, which Joe and I were talking about earlier off the air, which was a single player focused, you know, Star Wars game with cover mechanics and exploring and all kinds of stuff like that I like those kinds of games. I really like the that Uncharted, mm-hmm. like God of War style, linear single player storytelling games. Um, and to set one in the Star Wars universe, either with a new crop of characters or existing, I you know existing characters from the universe or whatever they wanted to come up with, I was super down for that. It seemed really awesome. Yeah, um, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan myself. I like I like Star Wars, but I don't go overboard. I don't own a ton of Star Wars merchandise. Yeah. Um, what are you saying? I'm a sucker. Yeah. You're saying their marketing speaks directly to me. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do have lots of Star Wars Lego sets just because they're cool. They sure uh, are. But I mean, in my mind, I was just thinking like, okay, Visceral made Dead Space. I love Dead Space. Amy Henning made Uncharted. I love Uncharted. Yeah. Amy Henning working with Visceral to make anything. <laughs> I'm like, You're great, on board. fantastic. Yeah. I'm on board. Tossed in Star Wars. I'm not, I'm like, okay, cool. Star Wars. Like I, I like Star Wars. Yeah. It's not an IP you hate. Yeah. So you're it's, not, it's nothing not I hate. So anymore. I'm just like, okay, cool. Like I would love to see what Amy Henning leading visceral can do to make a Star Wars game. Yep. That sounds great to me. And it's dead. And it's well, well, it's not dead. That version of the game is, which is, yes. Um, which is kind of the bigger aspect of the story. They said they're pivoting the the game. That's getting retooled, um, and they said it's going to be more the way. I forget the phraseology they used, but it kind of sounds like we're going to make Star Wars Destiny, which I don't want. That. Uh, like, yeah, I, I don't, wanted. I wanted what I was getting promised already. At yeah. this point, um, yeah. Oh, it was a games as service. That's what they called it. Um, that's the kind of game they want to make. What was it called? Games as service. Games as service. Yeah, it was the that was the phraseology they kept throwing out. Um, is a destiny's destiny is a games as service? I don't know if I might just be. Let's see. Here we go. Companies won't stop talking about games as a service. Um, recently tended to be offered via the games as service model. We believe it's going to be mainstream model for gaming in the future. Um, uh, patches, downloadable content, all kinds of... So it's basically like something that... Um, so like th- making a game like a Netflix where you come back to it constantly because it's constantly giving you stuff to do. So like uh, okay. Destiny has the raids that change all the time and the guy has different loot in the shop or whatever. Like I don't play the game, so I, I'm going to butcher the like the aspects of it. But that's what it's saying where it's like, 
hey, you play this Star Wars game, and if you come back every Friday, we've got a new mission that you can do, and like something that keeps you coming back, you know, day in and day out, or week after week, or whatever, as opposed to a self-contained story. It's just like here's more, here's more stuff. Some of it might be good, some of it's probably half-assed, but we're just gonna throw it at you because you're gonna play it or whatever. So that seems like the type of game they want to go for, mm. which doesn't excite me as much because, you know, once a new game comes out, I have a hard time keeping up with some of the other games that I have. Like, it's just the natural course of game yeah. playing it's, for me. It's why I don't get involved in a lot of MMOs because yeah. I just want to play what's next. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get stuck in a game that never ends. It's also why I, like, never got into uh, the, the phone type Farmville. No, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, the thing where... Clash of you, Clans. Clash of Clans. The thing that you constantly have to keep going back to it in order to, like, upkeep your game. Yeah. The, the farthest extent, I played Fallout Shelter on the Xbox One for a long time. But what's a long but time? But that was, like, 15 minutes, you know... Yeah. Like, a day, and then I would, you know, switch over to something else. Um. So, so yeah, so, like, MMOs never really appealed to me because I didn't want to spend a year playing one game. I wanted to play five games in a year you know? yeah exactly because like i know so i know people that are obsessed with like final fantasy 14 which is an mmo they're playing it all the time they're constantly talking about how they can't get through their backlog of games because they're just playing this one thing and like if a game is that good that it makes me want to do that then great like i would be okay with having a game like that but the problem is is that like even if a game kept me involved like all this time like that new zelda would have come out and i would have stopped playing that other thing and then maybe I would have gone back to it. Maybe I wouldn't have. I don't know. But when new games come along, I want to play the new games. I don't necessarily want to just keep doing this like one raid every week or like even if it's different because sometimes they're going to be duds and it's like, well, I got to play it because I've invested all this time. Like I just have to do it. And it becomes work or a chore rather than a fun gaming experience. Um, so even though this, you know, this Amy Hennig Star Wars game would have been a single player uncharted style probably where it's. You know, it's a 12 hour campaign and maybe a DLC story here or a DLC story there, like to get you playing again within the year that within a year of it coming out, I would have much preferred that to, Hey, here's a, you know, here's an eight hour star Wars game, but then you get an hour every month of new stuff. It's like, yeah, but I, I might not come back to it. Cause I'll forget that it's there or I'll be, you know, I'll be really into this game or I got to binge this show or like, you know, other things come up in life that I can't necessarily commit to playing a game long term and being forced to rather than like give me one long cohesive experience that I can enjoy and I would prefer that to like three quarters of an experience that will stretch your experience out over a year it's like I don't I don't want that because then I feel like I'm not going to get the full value out of it um, so I'm really bummed because I I really wanted to play that that Star Wars game and it seems like we're not going to get it because they're, they're pivoting Hmm. Um, we were just looking at the E3 video from last year where they were showing concept art and like a, a very dude... brief like cutscene shot. Punch the mic, unbelievable. Um, yeah, where he's just like walking through like a spaceport, like, like Moss Eisley Cantina, yeah. um, or Moss Eisley not spaceport. Cantina. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, like it just looks so cool and like 
it looked fantastic. And if you do a single player game, like you can work on making the graphics that much better than like, you know, if you make a destiny style star Wars game, you're going to have to populate with all kinds of characters and populate with all kinds of things. And that maybe takes away from the graphics a little bit. Whereas uncharted four looks fantastic because you only have to focus on these two characters doing stuff and then random extras or whatever, but mostly it's just like lush landscapes and look how cool this game looks. In addition to the story that I'm really enjoying. Like I wanted that in a star Wars game and, and now I feel like I'm not going to get it, which is a big bummer. Um, obviously still wish the best for everyone involved. And, you know, I think a lot of the people that may have been working on that game are going to pivot to maybe these other studios that are now taking over. I forget where they said the star Wars game is going. Do you have that written down uh, in the articles about it? I don't think so. Cause I like, cause we were looking at that video from last year and remembering that like motive was working on stuff and respawn is working on some kind of star Wars game. And, you know, Battlefront is still being made and Battlefront 2 obviously is coming out now and, uh, you know, all these different things. So these people probably are getting picked up by whatever studio is now going to finish this new version of the game or maybe they won't. But still, you I know, got the, uh, the official EA press release so okay. the development team from EA Worldwide Studios will take over development of this game led by a team from EA Vancouver that has already been working on the project. Visio suit will be ramping down and closing and we're in the midst of shifting as many of the team as possible to other projects and teams. So visceral itself is going to be scattered to the winds uh, amongst the 800 different EA studios that are out there. But better than losing your job. Yeah. 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 At least like they're not canning everybody. Correct. Um, I saw a really sad like tweet that visceral put out of like the whole studio standing on, they had these big zigzag stairs that led to like, the the office and they had everybody standing on the stairs and i was yeah. like oh normally i don't like i just be like all right bye like yeah you know studios open and close all the time but yeah. like i said i was looking forward to this game i was a big fan of dead space so i was kind of like oh bye bye visceral yeah <laughs> good luck yeah so i mean we'll see what what comes of this it is a it is a bummer like mm. some people are trying to blow it out of proportion and say it's the end of single player gaming yeah forbes had an article that said this is the end of the triple a single player games, which to an extent I get that that has ramped down, but we've been on that downward trend for quite some time like, I to say that this I is the end. I still don't it. see it as the end. I feel like there's a lot of games coming out that I'm still excited for that are single player games. Yeah. Less um, of them are multi-platform They are saying, though. yeah, they, they did say triple, uh, triple a. So yeah. like, obviously they're not, you know, including cuphead and stuff in that. That is multiplayer Joe. Doesn't even count anyway. Well, you know. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but yeah, like, you know, obviously, I mean, even Uncharted had multiplayer. That's true. Um, yeah, but like Mario's single player, the Spider-Man game that's coming out from Sony is single player. God yeah. of War. Yeah, Kingdom Come Deliverance. That's a game I'm looking forward to. Um, so like games are still coming out. They're going to be single player experiences. And those will never truly go away because people want them and people pay for them. But we've been on that downward trend. Like since Call of Duty blew up in 2006. Yeah. We've been on the multiplayer, multiplayer, multiplayer track. So for the last 11 yeah. years. I always hate like the awkwardly ham-fistedly shoved in multiplayer to a game that really doesn't need it kind Correct. of thing. Yeah. Like Uncharted, I never understood the appeal of the Uncharted multiplayer like that they put in just because, oh, you got to put multiplayer in everything. So yeah. there we go. Uh, to be fair, I had fun playing it. I never played a lot of it. I never played it. But, like, but it was um, fun. At the very, like, it, other games have done it, and it's been bad. Like, yeah. this was the, the, that one was at least good, though absolutely like, didn't like need Doom it. Like Doom didn't need multiplayer. No. Or but but then again, like The Last of Us, fantastic multiplayer. Oh yeah, I never played the multiplayer for Last of uh, Us. So good, fantastic multiplayer. Um, 
But yeah, so like for a fantastic single player game. So yeah, I mean, if done if it's done right, it's done right. Yeah, a lot of times it just feels like, you know, the darkness didn't need multiplayer. No, no, it. There are games where you can tell that the studio exec poked his head out of his office and goes, "We got multiplayer, right? Okay, good." And like, everyone just went, fuck. Yeah. Shit. All right, guys, give me like the most basic multiplayer, please. Put, yeah, put Jimmy on multiplayer duty. Yeah. Jimmy, write the code. And Jimmy goes, oh, man. Yeah. I was going to take a vacation. Yeah. No. like You got two weeks to do it, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. You can tell the games that do that versus the, the ones where it's like, we want to give a real good multiplayer experience and we're going to add it to our game. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's a big old bummer. Um, so yeah, we'll see what comes of it. Uh, it'll probably be years before we figure out that like, oh, this is that Amy Hennig Star Wars game and it looks nothing like what we thought and it's now completely different and who knows what it'll be or when it's going to come out at this point. Because if you have to retool it, it's been in the works for at least a year. I think it said that she joined Visceral in 2014. Mm -hmm. So probably more like at least two years of like real development, not just like concept art. Yeah. So probably going to be at least another, probably three, four years before we see it. Um, because now you have to figure out what kind of game it's going to be as opposed to what game, what kind of game it was. Yeah. Um, Pivoting is never good mid cycle because it leads to long development times and things like that. So maybe it'll be 10 years before we get it. Who the fuck knows at this mm. point? It's a shame. Cause I mean, Amy Henning, very, very talented lady. Yes. I would love to see her, you know, cranking out more games. Yeah. Um, so big old bummer, uh, from one bummer to another, it's just a bad week for Joe. I think, uh, we have, and now while the last one was hyperbolic, this one is actually the death of a genre of game. Uh, seems like toys to life is dead, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Joe is the only toys to life person that I know of, (laughs) uh, having played all of the different games, but I see a whole bunch of Disney infinity figures over there. Sure did. Guess how much I paid for each of them. Sense, uh, because that game got canceled. Uh, what last year at Disney Infinity? Yeah, last year. Uh, and when Either they did earlier this year, but yeah. And when they did that, I uh, I went running around grabbing all the figures as cheap as I can get. Because Toys R Us was doing yeah. like buy one get five free. Yeah, deals. buy one get four free. You know, th- three for ten dollars kind of thing. Like, you know, I didn't pay that. I probably paid under a hundred dollars for all those when normally they were like ten bucks a piece. Oh, they're so, like fifteen bucks a piece. Yeah, twelve. 15. Some yeah, some of them yeah. Um, so yeah, so, but stop looking at my shelves and condemning me, Joe. Yeah. I don't, I don't appreciate that. We're going to do this at your house. I'm going to make fun of all your shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, but Lego dimensions is dead. Lego That's dimensions, getting, yeah. the Lego... game that I bought packs for and have still not played. They're somewhere in a bag over there. Uh, still not played them. Um, is, is dead officially. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a, a memo, right? You got a memo? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's memo kind of memorandum from the uh, Telltale's game studio manager Dave. Not Dutson. Telltale, TT Games. Travel t- Traveler's Tale. Yep. I always get those confused. You know, it, come on, one of you change your goddamn name. Yeah. Um, Dave Dutson uh, put out a memo to the company, uh, pretty much confirming the like. I remember. I think we talked about a while ago we how they rumors. were saying like. Yeah. The rumors that they're not going to work on anymore. But then like a couple months later, more figures came out. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, I guess not. Um, but he put out a, uh, a memo uh, to the team at Traveler's Tale mm-hmm. and said, thank you so much uh, to everyone for making Dimensions possible. As difficult as it has been, it is worth celebrating the incredible achievement it represents and the quality of the game. The amazing blend of IPs and the challenging technical demands is presented. Uh, it presented, it stands as a real testament to the talent within TT. Um, I'm personally very sad to hear about this because you have all of the figures, I have right? all of the figures that they put out. Yep. Um, 
I'll admit I didn't play the game itself too much. I was more interested in collecting the figures. And that's why I'm sad that this is going because there are a lot of minifigures that came out of this that we probably would never have gotten otherwise without this game. Like what? I mean, uh, Beetlejuice, yeah. Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. Uh, recently, they put out like Powerpuff Girl ones. Yep. Uh, a whole bunch of figures that you probably never would have gotten many figures. No, for. yeah, they never would have bothered making. I never would have gotten a Michael Knight Knight Rider figure. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> or uh, uh, the uh, A Team. Yeah. Uh, Mr. T's guy from the A Team. I don't. I never watched the A Team. B. A. Baracus. Uh, yes. Um, I, I never would have gotten those figures without no. this game. So yeah, but now you have to look at B.A. Baracus and know that you don't have Face or the other guys. Yeah. So now, now you have an incomplete uh, set. Face. Uh, Something Wolf, right? Uh, then the, the guy. <laughs> shit. Hold on. So it's B.A. Like Baracus. I said, I never watched A Team. Mr. Face. Uh, Murdoch. Murdoch. Howling Mad Murdoch. Howling Mad Murdoch. That's why I was thinking Wolf something. Uh, and then the other guy. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, Side note: Did you see that eighteen movie in like two thousand ten? The one with the uh, Charlotte Copley yeah, was, and Liam Neeson. I thought it was a lot of fun, but it was fun. But either dumb. here, oh yeah, it was like bad. But them like, blowing up a plane from the inside with a tank and then falling out of the sky in the tank. Great, yeah, super great. Yeah, uh, but dumb we, as hell. Yeah, like, all the while shooting planes. <laughs> yeah, with the tank. Yeah, awesome. Like I said, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Lego Dimensions shutting down. Uh, Joe, give us a give us a eulogy. For Lego Dimensions, uh, say something. Goodbye. Say something, Joe. Thanks. Thanks. This for is a dear the, friend of yours. It's now passed. Thanks for like, all the memories. I, I was looking forward to more weird, obscure minifigures to come in the future. Uh, I would have loved to have seen some Airwolf minifigures. <laughs> Never make an Airwolf minifigure. <laughs> you have to stick to I, those homemade ones. I was trying to think of the most obscure random TV show I could think yeah. of, and Airwolf came to mind. Fair enough. Come on, I could have had a great little Airwolf uh, thing, and then the little pilot guy. Sure could have. I don't remember who the star of Airwolf was. Don't know. Before uh, but, my time. Uh, sad, sad for it to go. Yeah. What do you think your favorite figure is that you have from Lego Dimensions? That I got out of that? Uh, um, that is an excellent question. Um, huh. I honestly don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll pause on that and you come back next week. And when, during the, what we've been playing segment, you're going to say, I figured out which one is my favorite. I'm uh, not gonna remember you're not going to remember to do that. I'm not going to remember either. Uh, all right. So gonna, Airwolf aside, yes. what figure do you wish you could have really played in the game? What kind of sets do you wish would have come to the game that you would have got to play had it not ended now? Hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, Airwolf is number one. Yes, Airwolf is number one. Yes, um, it, it would have been interesting. Some of like some of the the sets that they like, like I said, uh, there was Sloth from the Goonies. Got a figure. Sure did. Um, oh, you know I what? Have actually, pack. actually, I I know what my favorite one is now that I thought about it. Um, Good thing they, we paused for twenty minutes so you could think of it, and then picked it up like nothing happened. Yes, I just remember what it was. Just um, it didn't happen. It was uh, very good. It's on the fly. The uh, Marsh Marshmallow Man, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Oh, the little one. Yeah, the yeah. little one. I like how we actually. I like. I got an actual minifigure for him. Yeah. Um, I would love to see like a big thing that you know, a, a giant one that you could put next to the Lego that you have to build and yeah, yeah. like that you could put next to the Lego um, firehouse firehouse that they have. Yeah, firehouse set. Um, but I still like that I got like the little one. Yeah. Because I have the the Ecto one set with all the guys on it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool that I have. I bought an extra one just so I could put it in the display with them. I still have never bought that. And I really should because I really like the Ecto one, but never bought it. Mm. 
Um, um, but anyways, what was the other? Oh yeah. So what? Uh, what would I, I, like, I like to I would have loved to have seen, like, say with the Goonies one, with the fact that they have Sloth. I would have loved to have seen like a Goonies level in yeah. the game. Yeah, that would have been so cool. Like going around on the pirate ship and like yeah. going through the caves and stuff. Yeah, that, that would have been, been a, a great fun. thing to do. Um, honestly, what I really thought was going to jazz this game up and really like because it, it had been waning since it came out there was no real revamps there were level packs here and there and they had like yeah the last lego batman last and, thing they put out was they put out uh powerpuff girls yep uh they put out teen titans go so you got like a little cartoon version of rob or uh beast boy and starfire and raven yep um and they put out something else i don't remember what it was um, but those were the two were like the last ones. Yeah. But what I thought was going to come out and kind of reinvent this game a little bit, I thought they were going to get Star Wars. I really did. Yeah, I'm surprised when they Infinity never got shut, the Star Wars. When Infinity shut down, I said, we're getting Marvel characters and we're going to get um, we're gonna get Star Wars characters because I think those are the two biggest IPs that Lego has in Lego form. Yeah, but they're probably, um, they. this is tied with WB. I know, but it's still because like, they have like all the DC characters in it. Yeah. So Mar- would Marvel want to put their Star Wars characters in a game with DC characters? Potentially, I don't know. I mean, if they could have struck the deal and you could have gotten even Marvel in it, yeah. Like if you could have Batman and Spider Man teaming up, great. That would have mm-hmm. been great. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I mean, well, think about it. Lego Marvel, which is a WB game, is coming out in a month. Like. Oh, yeah, it's true. Like yeah, they, they make Lego license. Marvel. They're making one right now. It's coming out license. in a month. Yeah. They made Lego Star Wars for episode seven. That came out last spring. Mm-hmm. Like And Lego uh, Batman 3. So well, yeah. you, they are making all of those things. Why not just mix them all together? That's why I, th- I thought, all right, they were never in Lego Dimensions because Disney Infinity existed. And before, when Disney Infinity existed, before they had Marvel, before they had Star Wars. Do you think that's what it was? Or do you think they made Disney Infinity because they couldn't get Marvel no, into Dis- Lego Dimensions? Disney Infinity came out before Lego Dimensions did. Oh, that's true. Well, Disney Infinity did, but they didn't add Marvel until later. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have Disney Infinity, of course you're going to add Marvel to that because true. it's Disney. Yeah. And then, of course, you're going to add Star Wars to it because it's Disney. Now that you don't have Disney Infinity anymore, why not put Marvel and Star Wars and Aladdin and, you know, the Little Mermaid and whatever into this other Toys to Life game because you don't have a Toys to Life game anymore. Like, it made sense to split them when they when Disney had their own version of this game. Now that they don't, I can't believe they didn't strike some kind of deal because I feel like Lego Dimensions would have picked right back up again. People would have bought the packs. You wouldn't have had to put out a easy. Lego Dimensions 2. Like you wouldn't have Super had to do any easy. of that. You could have just had a, the same base game. And you have, you know, imagine imagine next fall you or next spring, you've got Avengers Infinity War, the set in Lego Dimensions, where it comes with a new base like they did for Fantastic Beasts and the Woman uh, Ghostbusters. And um, Batman movie. Lego Batman. Lego yeah, Batman so movie. it's like, look, it's a new kind of base game. It's $40 or $60, and you get this like whole new area that you can explore with all these other characters, and we're giving you all these packs. And it comes with like a Captain and, America and a Thanos figure. Yeah, like why isn't there a Last Jedi? Beard cap. Why isn't there a Last Jedi Lego Dimension set? You know what I mean? Like, Well, probably because to that extent, they're, we're thinking like if we're going to do this, we're going to make a standalone 
Although, but no, because there's Harry Potter's in the game, and there's Harry, standalone Harry Potter games. Yeah. And there's standalone DC games, and DC is in that. So, yeah, yeah. why not? What the fuck? Yeah, like... Do I, it, assholes. I really thought that when, when it, like I said, when Infinity shut down, I really thought, like, all right, well, then just give them to me in Lego form, and I'll actually be way more into that, because, like, I like the Disney Infinity figures. I think they look cool. They look, you know, they all fit on my Marvel Very shelf. Stylized. Yeah, they're all on my Marvel shelf and my Star Wars shelf, so, like, they look cool, Um I'll take him. In, I'll take him in minifigure form. I love Legos. Like, let's go so set them up. Like, that's money mm-hmm. that you would get. So I don't know Hands if down. it's maybe. Because you know, I mean, they sell the just those Lego sets sell like gangbusters anyways yeah. when they put them out. So put them out in this, they'll sell like crazy. Yeah. So like, I mean, I'm, I'm not entirely surprised it didn't come. I that's the one where I really thought like this. Oh, it's it's gotta happen. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely gonna happen, and that's gonna save Lego Dimensions. Yeah. And maybe it would have. Who knows? But. But now Disney Infinity is dead. Yep. Lego Dimensions is dead. Skylanders is... Skylanders is in limbo as of right now. I don't know if they're working on a new one after uh, Imaginators was the last set. I didn't think that sold very well, right? Uh, It didn't seem... There were tons of them sitting on the shelves at the local Toys R Us. Yeah. They still Uh, still are. Yeah, still are. So I don't know if they're... And I mean, with the other two dead, is Activision sitting there going like, eh. (laughs) Yeah. Why why are we going to do this again? Yeah, I don't. Um, it's crazy. So uh, as of right now, the closest thing we have to this is the amiibos, and even those are like kind of really ramping down. Yeah, used and, to get like big sets to come out, and yeah. now it's like every game will get two or three. Well, amiibos. That's not true. Um, Breath of the Wild got a whole big set. Mario Odyssey's got three um, coming. So I, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but even though those are those yeah, are those DLC aren't, those tokens, aren't game, games of life. No, are, yeah. it's DLC tokens, really, yeah. um, and not even good ones most of the time. Uh, but yeah, so I still didn't want. I just buy them for the figures. Well, yeah, because you're a collector. Yeah. Um, that's why. I mean, that's mostly why you bought the Lego Dimensions ones too. But yeah, not to play um, the game just because I'm like, well, yeah, minifigures. I got a great Sweet. shelf of Lego Dimensions figures sitting there now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, the The game is over. I don't think there are any lingering sets that are announced that are coming out. No, I'm pretty I, sure that was the last of it. The last wave that came out was the last ones. I'm sure we'll get cool concept art of like, oh man, we I were know, working on this. I and... know I'm going to hear it. Like they're going to put out a thing where they're like, you know, we were working on these sets. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking like stab myself in the knee out of anger. Yeah. I did the same thing with, uh, with Disney infinity. They're like, Oh yeah, we were working on a double the size Hulk in a Hulk buster armor. And like the Hulk buster armor came out. No, there was like a big one. Oh. Like they were working on bigger sized figures. Um, and they had all these like concept arts of things they were working on. And there were oh. going to be all these cool, like last Jedi sets and stuff. And so I was like, Oh man, it really sucks. Yeah. I would have totally been all over those. Those are cool. I, I was I'm just, I was expecting there to be like, you know, all of a sudden, they're going to be like, oh, we were going to do all these Green Lantern ones or something like that. Yep. Now I'm going to just cry myself to sleep that night. Yeah, for a, for a new reason as opposed to the normal reasons that you do. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Well, with my scotch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so that is it for the news portion uh, of this episode, which means it's time once again for the lightning round, not lightning round, uh, where we go through a bunch of topics. We give little brief snippets if we feel like we have a little bit more to say on it we can pause the lightning round uh so we'll jump things off with the first bit lightning round uh they sony announced a couple of battlefront 2 bundles uh they have a regular one and a ps4 pro one both are 500 gigs come with a copy of battlefront 2 cool artwork on the top cool artwork on the controller uh yeah uh they well i mean cool is cool is subjective if you're a big star wars fan you'll probably be like 
hooray, like a Star Wars thing to do yeah. it. But for the most part, it just has the rebellion and the uh, like First Order symbol. Or I don't even know if it's the rebellion or the First Order symbol. I think it might just be the rebellion and the... Um... Show it to me. Show it to me. Uh, what was... It was just... It's the, the, it's the Empire, Empire and the rebellion. And then I think what that symbol in the middle is, is that like uh, Inferno Squadron... Which is the story play, the story mode? Oh, I think that's thing. the symbol for Inferno Squadron in the middle. Okay. I could be wrong. Uh, the controllers do not look uh, no. cool whatsoever. They're, they're just on the little hand nubs. Yeah, and it just looks really weird. The Darth Vader console looked cooler from the first Battlefront. Friend yeah, of mine has that. And really then nice. also, like hell, the fucking uh, Star Wars Connect console that looked like R two D two. I still like. Was... I never had a three sixty, and that would be the only one I would want. I have it. Not even just to like play 360 games, but just to have that mm-hmm. look really cool, especially yeah. with the C3PO controller. Yeah, Man, I just have them console. sitting there like on yeah, because they look because awesome. I'm not using them, like yeah, but they look you know, awesome. I, like I wasn't gonna trade that in no. when the uh, when the Xbox One came out, so they're just there for display now. Yeah, and they look super sweet. Um, so yeah, not much to it. They come out same day as the game, November 11th, uh, right? Yes. Um, these don't come with any bonus things because like I remember the Darth Vader one came with like. The legacy, they're, uh, one terabyte, also one not terabyte. Gig. Okay, yeah, the Darth Vader ones came with like that. At least for PS4, they came with like the code to download Super Star Wars and Jedi Starfighter and like a couple other games that were like being re released on PS4. This one doesn't even have any of those, any mm-hmm. kind of extra bonuses. It's just game controller. Does it come with season pass or just the regular game? Uh, does not say. All right, so probably just the regular game then, yeah. Um, so yeah, not uh, really much. Yeah, so it comes with standard edition of the game. Standard. So there you go. Not the like deluxe or yeah, super whatever the like that. one that came with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, a developer for a game which I should have looked up before we started, but I forgot to, uh, came out this past week and said that Nintendo is actually encouraging more mature titles to come to the Switch um, rather than uh, discouraging it, which had been their like motive for the last few years yeah exactly few decades um well, well, sure. i feel like they they tried they tried that with the gamecube uh like when they struck their deal with capcom to put out like all those capcom games on the gamecube uh how like how originally resident evil 4 wasn't exclusive to the gamecube yeah so yeah. they've they've tried this in the past um to uh same way same reason that uh bayonetta 2 was exclusive to the wii u yeah um, so I found it. It is the uh, uh, somebody hyping Gal Gun Two. Not sure what that is. Um, Taikuya Aizu, chief executive Inti Creates, uh, stated surprised that the pitch was welcomed by Nintendo. Uh, he said, "I thought it wouldn't be possible to release such a game for the Switch, but surprisingly, Nintendo gave very positive feedback." An unnamed executive says that Nintendo was passive towards more mature content in the past, but has now changed gear and is more open. Um, that's also evident by the fact that we have Skyrim, Doom, Wolfenstein 2 um, as examples of some more mature games. So uh, it seems like Nintendo is being more inclusive rather than more exclusive uh, when it comes to third-party games of a more mature uh, nature coming to the Switch. Uh, one more thing that makes me sad that South Park is not on the Switch because uh, that would have been super fucking great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I always like that. I don't need this to just be a kitty game machine. I would like it to be a thing where I'm okay buying whatever game come like whatever game I want can come to this theoretically because it's more likely that I'll be able to play it and play it on the go and 
Who doesn't like that? Mm-hmm. Right? Inti creates, uh, they made, um, they put out a lot of indie games. So yes. they put out like Mighty Number no. 9. Yep. Uh, they're putting out the Bloodstained Ritual of the Night game, that spirit successor to Castlevania. Yep. Uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt. Uh, they also worked on a lot of Mega Man games in the past. Um, so they made like Mega Man 9, Mega Man 10, good uh, a lot of the Game Boy Advance ones. They did like the Mega Man Zero games and the Mega Man like uh, with the ZX advent and stuff. Hmm. There you go. Hmm. So yeah, more mature titles maybe to look forward to on the Switch uh, coming up. Uh, Lightning Round Switch this week also got a major update. Uh, I think it's update 4.0. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, it was just 4. Um, so that came with a lot of things, including some very sought after items. Joe, take a list, take it away with the list of update uh, items. The big things that were mainly everyone focused on when it came out, um, besides general balancing and stuff like that, yeah. uh, was, uh, transfer of save files and user systems data. and user data between yep. systems. So now say if something happens to your system, you can transfer the data, you know, to a new one as opposed to. To an extent, because your system still has to work for you to be able to well, do yeah. it. Um, so, but like if you crack your screen and go out and buy a new Switch. Or if like say it won't, you know, uh, read your games anymore. Yeah, connect like the Joy-Con or whatever. Yeah. Like you'll be able to do it. Um, and also video capture was uh, the big thing to it. Uh, oh. It only is able to capture 30 seconds worth of video, but it's the kind of thing where say you're playing Splatoon and you get a really crazy kill. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, I wish I could have saved that. Now you can do video capture, capture the last 30 seconds, and you you know, you know have your great game memories. Yeah. Um, there's only a handful of games that support it right now. Um, I, they did say Mario Kart 8 just got, or Deluxe, just got an update for it to mm-hmm. support it. I assume Mario Odyssey will support it out yeah. of the box. And I'm sure like everything coming out will support it. Yeah. I'm sure like Splatoon is going to get an update if it hasn't already that's going to have it. So I think they, I don't know if they gave a list of titles that's going to do it. Um, but obviously any of the big Nintendo ones probably will have it. If not uh, right already. now, it's Mario Kart 8 arms, Splatoon two and breath of the wild. Okay. So all of the major Nintendo games, uh, that you would expect, uh, have it. Uh, they also did say that they are looking into possibly making it longer at a certain point than the 30 seconds that they have it at now. But just to get it started, it is the 30, uh, the 30 seconds, um, but the, the big thing that, uh, really didn't get any news for it. It flew under the radar yeah. for like a day and a half. I saw a lot of articles that none of them mentioned this at all was, uh, now it can support wireless headsets. Yes. So if you have a headset that, uh, is wireless, but use, utilizes a Bluetooth dongle because, uh, you still can't do Bluetooth headphones, mm-hmm. um, cause of joy con connectivity or something of that nature, I believe is what their reasoning was. Then in docked mode, you can plug that USB dongle into the dock, uh, and then connect, you know, your wireless headphones or in handheld mode. If you have a USB a to USB C adapter, then you can do it as well, though, depending on your dongle size would be a very cumbersome way in which to play your game in a handheld fashion. Uh, I just tested it just now with Joe here. I tried, I have my Sony PS, I think these are the PS3 ones. Are those the the Pulse ones? Yeah. The ones that like actually vibrate? Yes. Um, These were the like the upgraded PS3, like the last PS3 ones that had come out that was like their big nice ones. USB dongle works just fine. Heard the game sounds, no problem. Obviously, there's like any microphones don't do anything because, you know, they're not connected to my phone. Yeah. But at the very least, that means I can do late night gaming now with, uh, you know, with a headset. 
rather than, you know, just turning the volume down real low or playing in handheld with uh, some earbuds. Uh, but I did, I also have the adapter, so I did it in handheld mode as well. So I tested both, both work uh, the same. So that's awesome. I'm really excited about that, especially if I can, you know, work with this. And I'm wondering too, like I have a USB dongle that has Bluetooth. I'm wondering if I can trick it. Hmm. That'll be an interesting test that I'll get back to you on. Maybe next week, yeah. if I remember to test it in the meantime. I might not be able to just because like, it may not recognize what it's trying to do, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but still, a really... Maybe you'll really want to play Mario Odyssey with your headphones on, and that'll remind you. That's true. That's probably what I'm going to want to do. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Can't wait. Um, but yeah, so that was the first... Like, This is the, the biggest update I think we've gotten since launch in terms of like new features, cool stuff. Uh, yeah. Seems pretty great. Not just general fixes yeah. and tweaks. Yeah. Like a, a first major change to the system. Um, so, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty jazzed about the video capture stuff. I don't know how easy it is to share. I haven't tested it out with anything. Uh, truth be told, I just booted it up and updated it right before we started because I haven't played it in a while. So, uh, But obviously, I'm going to need to be updated and ready to go for uh for friday That's the first thing i'm gonna do when i get home yeah because now that you've been reminded of such things uh lightning round the uh guy from game freak one of the nah, i don't remember his title so excuse me uh came out this week uh and said that pokemon ultra sun and ultra moon represent the culmination of their work with the 3ds which subtly not so subtly hints that this is probably it for 3DS uh, Pokemon games, we already know that there is a Switch Pokemon game. In, yep, uh, they announced that at E3. But this, like you know, this seems like this is going to be the end. Basically, he was saying that um, every time they do a new game, they try to push the limits of what they can achieve on the system, and so this is obviously the best that they can get out of the system right now maybe in a year they can get something better out of it or want to put up another game i don't know but the switch seems like the likely thing going forward yeah. which like, makes like sense. i said we knew that they were working on another one i know they said at the thing that like it's going to be a core uh pokemon game there was still part of me like at the you know back nagging part of the back of my brain that was like yeah they're saying that right now but like when the game comes out it's going to be like pokemon snap 2 or something like that yeah and they're going to be like, oh, no, it's a core one. And But, yeah, w- with the announcement of this, it definitely does seem like they're like, okay, we're done with the 3DS. Switch is the way forward from this point on, which is I'm fine with. Like, that's what I want. I want them to move on to the Switch. Yeah. I want to see what a Pokemon game, a real Pokemon game on the Switch could look like. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, it's going to look better. It's going to look super sweet. Um, but... Yeah, that that makes the most sense. All right, I was going to try to see if I could go back far enough to find that article that I closed out from, but I don't and I can't. Yeah, it's no big deal. Um, All right, so lightning round pause. Joe, what was your favorite 3DS Pokemon game? My favorite 3DS Pokemon game? Yes. Ooh, good question. Um, I mean, having not played Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon, because they're not out yet. Yes. Um, Hmm. Probably would be, uh, yeah, honestly, it would be Sun and Moon. Okay. I had a I had a blast with Sun and Moon. I thought they were great. I thought they were for you know for a long time. Now that they're at like nine hundred plus Pokemon, there was definitely the point where you were going like they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Uh, and the last few games that have come out before this one had a lot of Pokemon in it. We were just like, really, like this is this is what you're doing? Yeah. An ice cream Pokemon? Hey, come on. Yeah. Why not? 
Yeah. Um, the, this Whatever, one, you'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, and I did. And I bought both copies of the game and yeah. the strategy guide. Yeah, um, and all and the, the cards. Polka Doc, and the Pokedex and a bunch of figures. Um, but this one definitely had a lot of... They, they put a lot more effort into the design. And not only of the game, but of like the Pokemon itself. And all the Pokemon I thought looked... There were some weird ones, but for the most part, I thought all the Pokemon, the new Pokemon out of that game were really good. And I liked like the tweaks. I liked the variant Pokemon... Uh, you know how there was instead of the fire um Vulpix, there was the ice Vulpix. Yeah. instead of the earth um sand shrew there was the snow sand shrew uh, I, I like those little changes so uh, yeah sun and moon were great i'm looking forward to ultra sun and ultra moon nice but uh, whatever the next one is on the the switch yeah it's gonna be good yeah um and then just to clarify uh it was game freak director uh shigeru omori uh he was the one that said those quotes um so yeah look forward to all future pokemon games being on the switch until the next handheld system comes out if there is another one or the switch 2 or what have you Hmm. um but so this will be the the last 3ds one so look forward to that if you're a big pokemon person uh lightning round resume but we're keeping with the pokemon theme Joe told me there's a shiny Pokemon thingy happening, and because I don't play Pokemon, I only half get that statement. Joe, take it away. Uh, yeah, just letting people know that uh, there is going to be a special Pokemon event coming up soon. They recently just did one, um, and starting on uh, November 13th, they are going to be giving out codes at participating GameStops and EB Games, if any of those still exist. I think EB is a Canadian Canadian only. It, it's like the Canadian GameStop. Okay. Oh, same umbrella, but like I think that's yeah. the nomenclature well, yeah. that we stuck know, around. We, we know that EB yeah. and GameStop were part of the same brand. Yeah. But I didn't know if they had officially closed down all EBs or turned them all into GameStops by this point. In the US, it's all GameStops, but other countries, I think, still technically okay. have EBs. Um, they're going to be, uh, so what is this? Uh, November uh, 13th, they are going to be giving out uh, at the GameStops and EB Games a code to get a shiny Silvaley. Uh, which is one of like the final Pokemon in the game. It's one of the like more powerful ones. Um, so just letting people know, keep, keep an eye out for that event. If you're a Pokemon hunter and you want to get yourself shiny ones, uh, shiny ones, Adam, do you know what a shiny one is? I think they're ones that are not matte, but they are they are They're a different color. A shiny color. Uh, eh, not necessarily. Well, then I feel lied to. Yeah. Uh, they call them shiny, but uh, it really is. There's like a chance. I think it's one in like three thousand eight hundred chance that a Pokemon will appear that is a different color than it normally is. Mm. It's like a special rare color. Yep. Um, and yeah, you can catch it, and a lot of people like to try and catch all of them. Uh, a lot of the well, uh, I mean, that's the point of the game. You got to catch them all. That's what I've been you told. You catch all the Pokemon, yes, but yeah. catching all the shiny ones that'll take you a long time. No, I was told gotta one catch them in all. Three thousand chance. I was told gotta catch them all. I, I again feel lied to. Continue. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you can get uh, the special shiny ones, so you don't have to worry about catching that because you can only get one in the game. Uh, I think maybe you can get two. You can only, but of that one, you can only have a chance to either get it one or two times. So oh. that means playing it. 3,800 times and hopes to get the shiny one. Challenge or, accepted. Or you can just get this one uh, going from uh, November 13th. You get the uh, Sylvie and it comes with a special memory disc that it's holding. Uh, which is an item that gives it a certain like different change, uh, stat change. There you go. Yeah. What were the dates of that again? Uh, October 23rd to November 13th. Sorry. 
Cool. So that's what Monday. Mm, yeah, so starting th- Monday. today, the the day. The yeah, day the day this that comes this, out. it comes. Starting today, today to, as you yeah. are listening to this, go out and get your shiny Silvalis. Sil- I don't know how to actually pronounce coming Silvalli Silvalli Silvalli. The one they give so, out at GameStop. If you go to GameStop and ask them for that just one, give they're me doing. That Pokemans. Yeah, they'll give it to you. Yeah. Last month also, they gave out Marstomp, which was a exclusive legendary one. You could only get that one from GameStop. Well, there you go. All right, moving on. Lightning round. Uh, Sony looks like, or a division at least of Sony, uh, is going to be making games for the Switch. Yeah, this was uh, really surprising. Um, I mean, I guess maybe not too surprising because even Microsoft put out games on the 3DS. So, really? uh, yeah, they put out uh, Viva Pinata on the 3DS. Oh, That's yeah. That's a Microsoft-owned Rare game. Uh, Minecraft. Uh, yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, good point. Totally forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh, but Sony is going to be starting up a new like division. Uh, it's going to be like a music focused division called Unties. Yeah, it's a it's a division of Sony Music, which is still Sony, but in a different part of the company than Sony like Software Entertainment or whatever yeah. their acronym is now. Um, but the, one of the games that they're going to be working on is a game for. They said at least one game coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Did they say what it was? Uh, I think it's um, uh, to be announced. Oh, okay. Yeah. But still, noteworthy nonetheless uh, for a competitor going and putting games on their new up-and-coming competition that is... Oh, damn. Really loud motorcycle driving by. Yeah. They didn't want you to hear that. See? That's the man trying to keep this news down. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could be a shit game that we'll all forget or not pay attention to. But still, nonetheless, a Sony game coming out on a Nintendo platform. It's, 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 especially considering how Sony is the one that's been like very anti-cooperative as of late. But they're that's like more not as, wanting to like work with Rocket League with other things. Yeah, but that's more they don't they want to control their online atmosphere, whereas like this is a single player game or you know potentially on another system like they just don't want xbox those filthy xbox gamers talking mad shit in the online world of still can work with nintendo minecraft have all the little kids running around with their minecrafts but then they're sticking to nintendo like that's the thing like if they if you tell someone to go buy a playstation and then they buy a playstation and some microsoft fanboys screaming like obscenities at you you're gonna be like hey sony what the hell you say that like this microsoft fanboy obscenities on the so on the x on the playstation no they're not they're very upstanding citizens uh how dare you joe i take offense to that i've heard a lot of very raunchy things while playing the last of us online <laughs> very colorful language um no i it's a horseshit excuse regardless but, yeah yeah it's um, total bs that's kind of that's a little bit of a different situation than what we got here, but still, uh, we'll see what comes of it. It could be nothing, could be something. Who knows? It's a wait and see approach. Uh, we'll lightning round until we get uh, Uncharted Switch version. God of War on the Switch. No. There's your M-rated Switch game for you. Never, it'll never be a thing. We already got the portable God of War games, and they were great. Yeah, I like those games a lot. Actually. Those were real. I good. thought they were like some of the best uh, God of War games. I know. I wish we had gotten Vita ones, but alas, hmm. not to be. Uh, Joe, you have kids in your family, right? Uh, yes. You like experiencing the things that you like with the kids in your life, right? Yes. You want to, you know, help them build Legos and. Teach him Super Nintendo yeah, and all that my stuff. Yeah, classic over. Yes. Well, the PlayStation that you so hate, apparently, um, and who doesn't play well with others, is now... My PlayStation's right next to me on the floor. 
I know. I'm just messing <laughs> with you. Um, they have officially licensed out a new kids controller uh, to be made by Hori, the fighting pad, the arcade stick fame. Mm-hmm. Um, they are making a tiny little kids controller uh, that is smaller than the regular one, has no touchpad and no light bar. It is also wired, which is stupid. Yeah, why would if you're if you're making one for kids, you don't want the kid to be able to pull on it, yank your you know five hundred dollar system out of the TV. No, you don't. Um, but they uh, they announced that on the PlayStation blog this week, a kids controller is coming out. Uh, I forget the price of it. So I I'm mean, gonna... this this isn't like really to an extent um, unprecedented. Um, no. A lot of the times, I mean, they made tons of like small Xbox controllers in the past. Uh, third parties have, yeah. And Hori is technically third party, but it's first party licensed. Yeah, this is an officially licensed. Thing so yeah, this is kind of to... really the first time that we've had an official small controller yeah. to come out. Um, but it's not like the first time anything like this has happened. No. Um, it looks like the, uh, what was it? The, um, what was the one on the Wii that it wasn't the pro controller, but they had like that oval. Mm, Did it have a name? It must've, but I don't remember what it was called. It looks like that. Yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. It was just the Wii controller. Yeah. And then on Wii U, they added the Wii game pad. I think maybe. Yeah. It was the game pad. And then they added like the pro game pad where they added the regular handles to the side of it. Mm -hmm. And then they had the switch pro controller. So yeah, I think it's just the Wii game pad. Um, It looks very much like that, uh, except wired. Like I said, it gets rid of the touchpad. Which is good because, I mean, most games you don't really need it. There are these weird little nubs that are there, like secondary sticks. Kind of like the 3DS little nub that will replace touchpad functionality Hmm. um, on it. It's 40% smaller than the DualShock 4. Simple form factor, flat design. Makes it easy to fit in kids' hands. And it's only thirty dollars, um, so it'll make a great purchase uh, for companion play on games like Knack Two. Uh, that <laughs> that, according to the PlayStation blog, um, it includes left, right sticks, L one, R one, R two, L two, directional buttons, action buttons, um, and then they have the mini uh, left and right sticks. So the cable is ten feet, which is good. They have. Uh, Learn from mistakes of the Nintendo Classic with its incredibly short cords. Um, so yeah, so that is coming out. Doesn't say in time for Knack Two is what I'm gonna go with. Uh, yeah, the PlayStation blog does not have a date as I'm scrolling through it. Uh, at this holiday it says so. Look for that if you are trying to play games with your kids. Maybe you're picking up a bunch of cheap bundles for Lego Dimensions or what have you, and you want your kids to play with you, $40 is not too bad for a second controller, uh, especially if you got young ones. Mm. You're going to pick one up so you can play games with your uh, gaming-efficient nephew? They have an Xbox. Oh, fair enough. Well, he could come over to your house and I play your games. I don't want him coming to my room where all my stuff is. <laughs> yeah, he could, he could touch all your your Legos. Yeah, Jesus Christ, that's terrifying to me. He's going to walk <laughs> in and he's going to be like, oh my God, I'm in heaven. Get look, at all these, look at all these expensive 60 to $80 action figures that are on the shelves. Get him out of here. Um, yeah, uh, lightning round. Uh, Joe, your favorite upcoming game, Dragon Ball Fighters. It's got new dudes. Uh, yeah. Um, it looks like they're uh, adding to the villain roster of the game. For the most part, they've been Ooh. really showing off all of the good guys, but yeah. you haven't really been seeing any of the bad guys. Yeah, good guy is objective. Goku's uh, kind of a dick. Yo, he's a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> he is a huge, huge dick. But they uh, showed off uh, two new characters. Um, Nappa, who was uh, Vegeta's uh, little sidekick at the so beginning of the series. Nappa? Nappa. So like, he's from wine country, I assume? 
Uh, no, auto parts seller. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and uh, Captain Ginyu is another character. Sure. Uh, sells knives. Um, but I, I was actually really like Nappa. I was kind of like, okay, yeah, Nappa makes sense. Ginyu, I was really surprised. He's a character that, I, in my opinion, doesn't get enough love in the franchise. So you're happy that he's in this because he needs more recognition? Uh, yeah. All right. Fair enough. But uh, I mean, no matter what, I'm still excited for this game. But How many always... characters do we have now? Do you know? Uh, not that many. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm not sure, but I feel it's it's a slow trickle. What do you think the final? They initially roster... only announced like four guys off the uh, like off the start, and I think they've probably added like another eight since then. So we're barely breaking like ten at or twelve at this point. What do you think is going to be the final roster total? Um, you know, I never really played uh, any of the Guilty Gear games, so I don't know how many they usually go for in those. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like probably at max in this one twenty. And then, you know, DLC when Dragon Ball Fighters 2 comes out, that's when they're going to be like, featuring 50 characters. Yeah, the largest roster ever. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, lightning Round, the company NECA, which is, I think, how you pronounce it. Yes. Um, I've never heard it actually said. I've only ever read it. Uh, has gotten the toy license to make Crash Bandicoot games. Uh, which uh, pretty, toys. Toys, yes, toys. Uh, which is pretty cool because uh, Crash has really gotten a resurgence. They just got pop figures, as we have now oh, talked really? about pop figures pop again. Figures. Yep, they got pop figures coming out. Um, they're going to have these NECA toys who make all different kinds of collectibles. They made all the Simpsons figures of recent uh, years. Mm-hmm. Um, they have you usually see tons of toys littering. You know, If, if you see a, a Rocky toy, it's yep. usually like NECA. Yeah. Yeah, all of the like film licensed things that aren't like, you know, the big blockbusters of the time, but like, uh, you know, original Blade Runner figures, Rocky, Robocop, Alien, 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 figures, Alien Predator figures. Um, yeah, those are all made by NECA. So Crash Bandicoot looks like it's making his resurgence. Yeah. Uh, the trilogy sold well. The, you know, the getting pop figures, getting the toy line. I wouldn't be surprised if by PlayStation Experience, maybe we get an announcement about a brand new Crash Bandicoot game, maybe E3 next year. Seems to be riding high, so... I mean, uh, considering how well the first one sold, they're not going to be sitting back going like, oh, we don't need to make more money off of this. Oh, the Choji? Yeah. 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 No, I mean, the fact that that did well and was well-received and people liked it, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a brand new Although, uh, entry in the Crash series. Activision makes them. Yeah, which means you're going to be paired up with another Bandicoot <laughs> that's got way cooler looking stuff that you're going to want to buy yep. uh, via loot boxes and microtransactions. Uh, I can't wait to see or Crash Bandicoot. Or it's going to be some weird multiplayer, like, Destiny, Crash Bandicoot Destiny game. <laughs> It'd be sweet. No, imagine, like, you're playing Crash Bandicoot and you're running through the level and you go to do that spin move and you're going to break all those boxes, but you can't because you got to unlock the ability to break boxes via the loot boxes. In order to break the ones in the game, you got to pay real-world money uh, to break them and get yeah. whatever is inside. You have to collect X amount of apples in order to... Uh, the, it was apples that you collected, Apples, right? yes. Yeah, I collect... Apples, this is a weird one. Yeah. Are bandicoots known for being big fans of apples? Do they have apples in Australia? Still not even convinced a bandicoot's a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe this mainstream media hype. I don't like it. Um, So yeah, so look for that. Certainly don't think they wear pants. Absolutely not. Um, Is there a release date on toys or just that they've got a license? No, just that they got the license. Fair enough. So look for those probably in the next year or two. Um, Hopefully to ride the wave of whatever the next Crash Bandicoot game that we get is. Mm -hmm. Um, But that will do it for the lightning round slash not lightning round, which means that will do it for this episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Um, Remember, you can find this 
every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, uh, and Stitcher. This week, we also should have an episode of our Broken Clocks main event uh, for WWE TLC 2017, um, which is happening on Sunday. So yesterday, if you're listening to this, the first day that it is out. So we should have up now on all those same places our predictions. Don't die. Correct. As long as the uh, the event actually takes place, uh, which it may not, due to illnesses, which we will definitely talk about uh, on that episode of the main event. So you can go download that now. It should be available, assuming everything worked out well when I went to edit it and put it together. Uh, so we'll have predictions and then a recap for that as well. Uh, but like I said, this goes up every Monday, 9 a.m., uh, next week we will have a big episode centered, I think probably mostly around Mario. Um, it will only have had it for a couple of days, but I think those couple of days are going to be filled to the brim with playing it. So my Saturday is going to be pretty much all yeah. Mario. Uh, we maybe record late on Sunday so I can get more Mario time in, mm. uh, given the fact that I will have to work on Saturday, which sucks. But um, that will do it for this episode. Um, so remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, remember to you know give us a like on those listening platforms, so that way we know that you guys like what we do because we like doing it, and we want you to like it too. Um, let us know on Twitter what you think of the topics from this week's episode. Are you sad about Visceral shutting down or the pivoting of that Star Wars game or Lego, Lego Dimensions? Yeah. Do you mourn it the same way Joe does? Mm. Uh, did you get that shiny Pokemon? Are you getting a kids controller? for your young ones this holiday season let's know on twitter at broken clock pods but once again for the broken clock podcast my name is adam and i'm joe and thanks so much for listening